Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege one more time to bring you more biblical principles for contemporary living. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed as I'll be speaking from the theme, The Enemy Would Have You Blind. What is the meaning of this year, 2020, as it relates to 20? It is the year of redemption. All right? But it is also the year of double redemption because it's 2020. We also have been affirming that 2020 vision is perfect sight. In other words, I can see as I'm supposed to be able to see. I can see all I need to see. Am I right? So now, I want to restate that in spite of all of that, the devil or the enemy would have you to be blind. Because if you're blind and you cannot see those things that God has prepared for you, things that eyes have not seen. Got it? Things that eyes have not seen. I said it on Thursday night and I'll say it tonight. Of all the five senses, sight or seeing is the most significant and the most important. Sight. And so, we have been studying on Thursday night about what I call sight science, or the science of sight. How do we really get to see? It's not merely because you've lifted your eyelids. You see because there is a process. There's a optical operation going on that causes you and I to be able to say, I see. Or, as again on Thursday night, I taught that Isaiah, when you read in chapter 6 of Isaiah, he says, uh, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I saw him high and lifted up and his train filled the temple I also observed that there were seraphims and cherubims and they were worshiping him and they were saying, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And what we declared was that when Isaiah said that, he was operating out of a unique vision capacity. When he saw the Lord high and lifted up, he was entering into the throne room of God. That's not physical sight. That's spiritual sight. And if you keep reading in the same chapter, he'll say, he said, now I see all of that up there. Then he looks to the earth. He said, oh, the earth is full of his glory. 
That's physical sight. You and I have a dual capacity for sight. How it happens is really awesome. In fact, it's extraordinary. Your eyeball does not have inherent light. You don't see just because you have an eyeball. You see because the eyeball is responsive to light. And when the light is caught by the eye, that light then coming through the cornea, moving toward the retina at the back of the eye, sending trans, uh, trans and, and sending and transmitting all kinds of waves that go back and then fills the optic nerve with energy and sending a message to your brain where whatever you were having a flash of light about takes form. So you can say, I see the bench. I see the people. I see the trees. I see all these things. You see because that process has taken place. But there is no seeing without light. But the light is not the eye. The eye captures the light, bends it, processes it, and gives us the ability to actually declare, I saw that. Now I'm laying that foundation because there are some things that God has for you, for your life, even for your family. And he has it generationally that you will never enjoy, never possess, if you do not exercise your sight. Well, as always, we have three points to this message. One, the text. Two, the pretext. And three, the protext. Stay tuned and be blessed. So listen to the word. If you let us do it, then we will serve you. If we can't find nobody to save us, we'll serve you. Don't ever bargain with the devil like that. Never commit to him that you'll serve him. Under whatever conditions. But they were prepared to do that. So then, notice, say, say the text. But the text leads to the pretext. Now, the word pretext doesn't always mean acting hypocritical, putting up a front and being somebody else, and you're just putting on a show for the people. 
No. There's another meaning, and that is purpose intended. Why? Why are you coming against me like this? Why are you not killing me? I want somebody to know that the devil really doesn't want to kill you. He just wants to maim you. He wants to cripple you. He wants you, he wants you alive. You ever done that? When you're fishing, you're catching all your grunts because you got a snapper in mind. And when you catch them, you know, you put them in a little bucket with a little bit of water in there. Let them swim around. And when I'm ready, I need a live bait. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. There are times when the Lord will permit the devil to give it his best shot and then come around and do his best shot, which wipes out all the works of the devil. Somebody who has been going through a very difficult place. I want you to get this word this morning that God is getting ready to put an end to that mess. You paid the price. You've endured long enough. You have suffered long enough. I'm talking to somebody now. And God said, the day is now. I'm not bargaining no more. Because you have forgotten that no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. I'm going to pause here a minute. I got to stay here a minute. Because somebody has told you, you're over, it's finished. You'll never get out of this mess. There's no way. Yes, there is a way. Because God is in control. How do you know you're going to make it? Because I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Oh, God, have mercy. You know, when I look at that, I say, oh, my God. It's, it's about what you see. Hmm. No, we're not going to surrender to you. No, we're not going to go out like that. Because I know you got some intentions. What you want to do is to take out the eyes. You don't want to kill us. You just want to take out our right eye. You want to disable us. You want to cripple us. You want to put us in a place where you can control us. Ah, debilitate us. That's all you want. But somebody said, no, no. Somebody better talk back. Say, oh, no, devil. Oh, no, devil. You're not doing that. The enemy will let you live as long as he can bring a reproach against you. See, everybody will look at you and say, I thought they were Christian. I thought they were saved. I thought serving God really paid. I thought holy living was really the way to go. But I, to mess you, you worse off than I am. A reproach, that's what he wants. But somebody ought to join me this morning and say, devil, you are a liar. You will not have me 
that way. You did it to Samson. You took out both of his eyes, but you still didn't win. Because he killed more in his death than he did in his life. You did it to Zedekiah. And you thought it would have dispersed the whole kingdom. But you didn't know that when you got rid of him, you were opening up something. Good God from Zion. That when the devil does his worst on you, he doesn't know that he's positioning you to see God's best. You better hear me. You better hear me this morning. I'm not preaching to you. I've been fighting demons all night. I've seen very little night's sleep because you don't know what the enemy is plotting and planning to do with you. But since I'm covering you, I'm not praying with you this morning. The devil will take you out, but somebody ought to say, no, it's not going to happen that way. My God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. I had to get up and walk my whole way. I said, oh, no, you don't, devil. Well, we sincerely trust that you have been blessed, inspired, and informed. Notice it's the text, the pretext, and the protext. It's a word that we don't hear very much about, but what it simply means is a defense against. And so, until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may we say, don't let the devil make you blind. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.